Hello everyone, welcome to our last Sunday of our series entitled God Breath. And of course, this is also our last week of our Inti 30 Challenge. You know, we've been praying that next year maybe we can have Old Testament in 30 days. All, or Old Testament in 60 days. You know, whatever the Lord is leading us. But this has been fun. And um, I don't know on senior experience, but I believe that the Word of God is powerful when we expose ourselves in the Word of God, God can use His Word to revive our hearts, to renew our mind, to realign our thought and restructure our hearts. I don't know how's your experience, but if you could summarize in one word your NT30 challenge, what would it be? Okay, Can you put down your word in the chat box or in the comment section below? If you describe your experience in 30-day challenge in the New Testament, what word would you describe it? Okay, can you comment down your experience? Since this is our finale, it would be fun to hear from each other on saying feedback on saying how is the Lord working in your heart and how is the Lord using His Word to draw you closer to Him. Okay, so feel free, guys. Feel free to comment. Feel free to you know encourage one another and sharing your experience in the chat or in the comment section. And, I, and at, as you're writing, I just want to thank you. As, I just want to extend my gratitude as well to our podcast readers who spend their effort and their time and who give their best in reading the New Testament. This is a glorious accomplishment of our church, even in this time of pandemic, that we can read together and we can do this campaign. And even for some of you who participate in recording, Grabe ka ang effort gibakita despite sa mga noisy background you do your best and I really really appreciate you guys as long as na internet na na jud inyong tingog dito sa Spotify podcast nato so congratulations and I just wanna say thank you thank you for your participation and sa mga nag-organize ani atong mga admins sa Grow Point Davao and nag-support ani behind the scene to launch this campaign I just wanna say thank you so much and for you who pray and participate in this um, uh, NT30 challenge and campaign. So today, this is the finale of our series. And I want to talk about, and the title of this message is actually, Take Care How You Listen. I want to talk about how to listen to the Word because last Sunday we talked about the spiritual discipline of Bible intake. Okay, as a disciple of Jesus Christ, we look at unsa ka necessary ang 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 discipline sa pag-intake sa Bible sa ato ang kinabuhi. We need to study, we need to pray, we need to meditate, memorize, and practice. And we talked about it last week. But today I want to focus on the subject of hearing the word as the finale because. Uh, yes, we need to take the Bible for ourselves alone and together, but uh, akong emphasize today ang importance of the corporate worship and corporate hearing of the Word together. Because if you notice, sa ato ang New Testament uh, Challenge, and as we, if we're reading the Gospel, na I pray si Jesus nga ginabalik-balik niya sige, and it caught my attention, it grabbed my attention, and this praise, these words is whenever he teach and whenever he give parable he always challenge and sort of he give warning as well to his audience and his word is like this he says take care 
how you hear or be careful how you listen or in the King James Version take heed about what you hear or he uses this phrase that he who has an ear let him hear now he constantly repeats this warning throughout his teaching Therefore, kung gina-repeat ganina, marag sa atong mama, itong bata-bata, ginabalik-balik, sige, it means very, it's very, very important and we need to really, really digest and absorb what Jesus is saying to us. Now, today I want to focus on one passage and na-familiar na ta'ani in the first part of this message, nakabasa na ta'ani, but I want to dive in deeper on this passage and to look at it in a different angle and specifically to look at it in a general context para masabda nato on the general context and the big idea nga nung gihatag ni parable ni Jesus. And it's a very, very famous parable, a very important parable, and you're familiar with it. It's parable of the soils, Okay. I want to read it again. Luke chapter 8, verses 4 to 18. Okay? Open your Bible, Luke chapter 8, and let's read together verses 4 to 18. And together, nice kay ni bisag asamo, you're alone or you're with someone. Let's open and read together. Read your Bible together with me. I'm using ESV, okay? Verse 4. And when a great crowd was gathering and people from town after town came to him, he said in a parable, A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered away because it had no moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up with it and choked it. And some fell into the good soil and grew up and yielded a hundredfold. As he said these things, he called out, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Now, n- take note of that praise, okay? Now, next verse. He said, And when his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom, but for others they are in parables, so that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now, the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But, they, but these have no root. They believe for a while and in time of this thing fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and the riches and pleasures of life. And their fruit does not mature. As for that in the good soil, there are those who hear the word, hearing the word, hold it fast in honest and good heart, and bear fruit with patience. Now let's proceed in verse 16 to 18 because this is still part of the point Jesus is driving by using this parable. He said, No one after lighting a lamp covers it with a jar or puts it under a bed, but puts it on a stand so that those who enter may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest, nor is anything secret that will not be made known and come to light. And there's, and the next part is his conclusion. Okay, Two parables, parable of the soil and parable of the lamp. And yet in the next part, Maniang emphasis driving point and Jesus take care then how you hear 
or be careful how you listen. For to the one who has, more will be given, and from the one who has not, even what he thinks that he has will be taken away. Now, it's obvious, yes, the, the familiar dining ng mga parables, and ang name, ang usang parables, parable of the soil, and name, ang parables is parable of the lamp, okay? But actually, the big idea of these two parables is this is a parable about listening. This is a parable about hearing. And it's very, very important because um, listening today is a lost art. Nawala na siyang a skill because in a world today, everyone talks a lot. Everyone express their comment in social media and nobody wants to listen. Everyone wants to express their own opinion. And it's very important. Listening is a very important human skill because if you want to gain more friends, you need to have a skill of listening. If you want to lose friends, then you just talk and never learn how to listen. So it's very, very important to practice the art of listening. Now, without a doubt, muna emphasize ni Jesus na kung di ka kabalang maminaw, it talks, it, uh, it exposes something about you. It reveals your spiritual condition. Listening is a very, very important skill. And he is challenging his audience, he's challenging his disciples that they need to take care how you listen. Over and over in this parable, agibalik-balik na yan praise, take care how you listen. You know, he was an ear to hear, let him hear. And did again emphasize ni Jesus the importance of carefully listening to the Word of God when it is preached to you. You know, it, it is. It doesn't mean that naakay doa ka dalunggan kabalo ka maminaw because na yung mga tao na dalunggan pero dili sila kabalo maminaw ilang huna huna o kasing kasing ilang spiritu wala direct, di ba? It's, uh, this is not talking about physical ears. This is talking about spiritual hearing. This is a skill that we need to cultivate as a disciple of Jesus Christ because how you hear determines our spiritual condition. This is the point of Jesus. So be careful how you listen because how you listen impacts your spiritual life. It impacts your relationship with God. And so Jesus over and over emphasized and ch- challenge us and giving us warning about taking care how we listen because uh, there is a spiritual impact uh, sa ito ang kinabuhi. And for two reasons, gihatag niyan, okay? First reason is that we should take care how we hear, how we listen to the Word of God. The sower is the one that sowed the seed and it represents the Word of God. Now, in our sitting, it represents the one who is teaching, the preaching, the sermon. Or in a context of Bible study, the one who is teaching and leading the Bible study and, and teaching us the Bible. So in any sitting, this is someone who talk about the Word of God, who teach about the Word of God. And our attitude as a listener and as a disciple of Jesus Christ is that we need to have a heart that listens. We need to cultivate spiritual ears more than just physical hearing. We need to listen and this is the skill that Jesus Christ is inviting us to do. Okay? And I think in this parable, he gives us two reasons. First reason is that we should take care how we hear because if not, if we will not take care how we listen, we will be blinded or our hearts will be hardened. Okay? Um, we should take care how we hear because we will be blinded or our hearts will be hardened. Now, this is this is very obvious in in verse ten. Okay, I want to look at. Dilit na ako detali pag explain ang parable of the soil because kabalang mataana. There are four. Uh, uh, there are three responses and one good result. But the good soil. Kagets na we talked about it last time. But 
ako ra ni lantawon in a bigger perspective unsa idea ani nga parable and if lantawon nato sa verse 10 ningon si Jesus because after he gives the parable of the soil nang niduole yung mga disciples ang ganahan sila magpa-explain yung sabot pa sabot ato nga parable and Jesus responded to them in verse 10 he says to you it has been given it's a gift it's a grace of God makita sa mga disciples sa mga believer ang unsabot pa sabot ana okay ang ang, ang 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 teaching ni Jesus the secrets of the kingdom of God but for others they are in parables so that seeing they may not see and hearing they may understand now sa Tung bago ba ko ang Kristuhanan, pagbasa na ko na shocking kayo ba, murag, makalibog kayo na siyang verse. And it's a really a kind of a shocking statement ni Jesus. So, ang purpose ni Jesus, gati-teach siya, o niya, iyang mga, uh, ang goal niya, nga dili sila makasabot. Ang meaning ani okay? Well, what Jesus is saying here is this, because kini mga mga tao, manggod ngayon, yung gitutuluan, dugay na siya gatutuluan eh. And they don't respond well. And some of them, samtang gatudlo siya, samtang gatudlo siya, wala gapon sila ga-respond in obedience sa yang teaching. Okay? And Jesus diagnosed that this is like in the time of Isaiah. Kasa panahon ni Isaiah, and this is quotation actually from Isaiah. Jesus quotes from Isaiah, kining word nga seeing, di minute see, and hearing, di minute understand. This is like the people during Isaiah's days, naagipadala ang ginoo ng mga prophet to give them warning, and mo repent sila, come back to God, but instead of preparing, they harden their hearts. And somehow, kind of God is using His word not to save them, but to condemn them and to judge them because of their rebellion and because of their hardened hearts and Jesus is used that to communicate to his audience ngadagan kay mga maminaw niya but yet few people respond and Jesus is saying by implication here that the ministry of his word the ministry of his teaching and I do ka effect just because walay mga gagmayra or few people respond to his teaching doesn't mean the word is not effective because na dual effect or dynamic on word of god sa mga listeners Either the Word of God does the ministry of saving, healing, renewing so that the Word of God will bear fruit on that listener's heart or either in the opposite end, which is not very good news because the Word of God has, has another effect. If it doesn't bear fruit, if it doesn't save you, if it doesn't soften your heart and brings you closer to God, then the default work of the Word in your heart is to harden and to blind you so that you will be condemned by its teaching. Now, this is kind of heavy and this is kind of shocking, but morning implication of Jesus, nga, yes, whenever He teach, na-dual nga impo- na impact ang iyang word. If dili kabalo maminaw ang mga audience niya, if they don't know how to listen, if they don't take care how they listen, then this negative truth and reality will impact their hearts. It hardens, it blinds the heart. That's why yun siya, seeing, they do not see, and hearing, they do not understand because their hearts are blinded and their hearts are hidden. And so, the point in these two dynamics is that it is happening the moment you expose yourselves in the Word of God. If you don't take care how you listen, if you don't prepare your heart, there's two choices, there's two outcomes as you expose yourself in the Word of God. Either ang pulong sa ginoon nag-soften sa mong kasing-kasing so that it bear fruits in your life, a fruit of life change, a fruit of repentance, or either ang pulong sa ginoon nag-harden sa mong kasing-kasing, nag-blind sa mong mata, and nag-dull sa mong heart away from God and to the point that somehow you remove yourself away from God. Okay? 
that's very shocking and that's very kind of that's a warning and that's a loving warning for us na dapat nito i-take heed. And so that's when ngayon si Jesus, take care of how you hear. Just because nakadiri na minaw na ko, it doesn't mean muna din ang positive impact sa mong kinabuhi. Because if you don't know how to listen, there's a condemning, there's a judging effect ang pulang sa ginawa sa mong kinabuhi. It's like John MacArthur often says when I listen to his sermon, uh, usay ginabalik-balik niya ng warning sa mga tao na nagpaminaw sa Bible, and sa mga tao yun, minaw, og sermon, and yun siya, it's the same sun that melts the wax, hardens the clay. Okay? There's two kind of object. Wax, clay, sun. And ang sun, ang effects niya sa wax, it mamelt, ang wax. Pero ang sun, effect niya sa hard, asak, sa clay, is maharden. Diba? Kabala mantanan, o obvious man tayo, makita man nato na, but it's a parable as well. Eh? Makita nato na nga na dua-dua klaseng kasing-kasing. There are people who ilang kasing-kasing are like wax and they learn how to listen and when the gospel is preached and the sermon is preached and the word of God is preached, they respond because they know how to listen and they melt like wax and they bear fruit. But some people are, their hearts are like clay and they don't know, they don't learn how to listen and so they don't understand what God is trying to, to say and it hardens more their heart so, the Word of God has two kind of ministry in this context. Okay? The Word of God has saving, healing, renewing, bearing fruit effects or sa, sa listener. But at the same time, if this person doesn't know how to listen, it has a hardening effect, a judging effect on those who listen. That's why I si Jesus, take heed on how you listen. Take care. He who has an ears to hear, let him hear. Take care. How you listen. It's not easy to listen. Listening is, is a spiritual skill, a supernatural skill that you need to cultivate and ask God you to have. And just because naka sa sermon, naminaw ka, doesn't mean sayun ka kaya na. Take heed. Be intentional in listening the Word of God. Because either the Word of God will renew your heart, it bear fruits in your life, or either the Word of God will harden your heart away from God. And not, not a yun experience, di ba? You know, uh, especially if dugay na kang kristuhanan, and yes, kabalo ka, na-expose ka sa pulong sa gino, every Sunday, sa imuha, balik-balik na lang ni, and in your heart, you 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 are, naara ka sa church, but imong kasing-kasing wala sa pulong sa gino. And the more you hear the Word of God, the more you hear because kabalo na ka, na-exposed na ka, familiar na ka ani, and somehow it hardens your heart to the point ang pulong sa gino wala na effect sa mong kinabuhi. It's a dangerous path to take. And so Jesus is saying to you, take care how you hear. Because the moment your heart will be hardened, wala kabalo, you've been far away from God. And it has a spiritual impact on your spiritual condition. Okay, second reasoning is Jesus is that if not only you will be blinded or your hearts will be hardened, is that Jesus, the Word of God will be taken away from us. Take care how you hear or it will be taken away from you. Money implication in verse 18. Let's look at verse 18. Take care then how you hear. For to the one who was, katong kabalo maminaw, you know, to the one who was, itong good soil, di ba? 
more will be given. And from the one who has not, even what he thinks that he has will be taken away. Katundi ka ba lumaminaw? Wala spiritual ears to listen. It will be taken away. It's very simple. Okay? Kaya ang subject na rin di Jesus is about listening. This is a parable about listening. Okay? So the one who has more will be given. Refers back to the good soil. Okay? Because they have spiritual ears to hear the word of God. God give them more spiritual understanding. And in result, they bear much fruit, more fruit for repentance and change life. And so na yung mga tao, daging klase, as a pastor, nakita na ko, nakita na ko ni nga dynamic ng spirituality. You know, in my own life and in 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 the life of the people that I pastor. So, na yung mga tao nga, bag-una sa Kristuhano, nakadungo sa pulong sa gino, and they have a good heart and they learn how to listen, nakadayoy change life sa ilang kinabuhi. But na yung mga tao nga, dugay na kayo. You know, sa Kristuhano, kinabuhi, makain ka, dilipak kayo yung anak ka, obvious, ang change life sa ilang kinabuhi. And so, uh, now, I'm not using it as a judgment. I'm using it as a diagnosis for myself as well. And I, I hope and pray that gamito ningin mo parable because this is kind of a warning for us as well who listen to the Word of God to examine ourselves where we are in this spectrum that Jesus is trying to teach us. And so, ngayon si Jesus, the one who has not, even what he thinks, he has will be taken away. Refers back katong, katong nakareceive sa pulong sa gino and yet doesn't know how to listen and na fall into three kinds of soil, di ba? Lang kasing-kasing. And uh, if, if, na, if not, atong lantawan o so, katong three kinds of soil, when they receive the Word of God, the Word of God is taken away. Wala ni root sila, kinabuhi, nawala. And go back sila, so ang dati nila, ng state. For example, in, in, in verse 12, the first soil, mo siya naitabo sa seed. Di ba, nawala, the devil snatched the Word away, it is taken away. Muna po sa parable, the one who has, more will be given, good soil, but the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. Example na the first soil, the devil snatched the word away. Kadua, ang second soil, they think that they have the word and the true spiritual faith and joy, but they have no root to sustain them in time of trial. Okay, superficial kayo. Ilang faith is superficial enthusiasm. And when trial comes, what they have has been taken away. Because they fall away. And the third soil in verse 14, they think that they have the word of God, but when the worries and riches and pleasures of life to come, what they think they have has been taken away and they fail to bear fruit. Everything that they have has been taken away. Every opportunity, the word of God should bear fruit, has been taken away. And so this is what the parable is about. Kung naka, more will be given. Kung, na, kung wala ka, diri ka maminaw, even what you have will be taken away. And so Nehemiah si Jesus, take heed therefore how you listen. It's very, very important. And so the point is the same. If you're not careful and you're listening to the Word of God, what you think you have will be taken away, forgotten, and therefore the Word of God cannot bear fruit of repentance and change life in your life. Kung di ka maminaw, di ka kabalo maminaw sa pulong sa ginoo, ang tanan mong ibaminaw will be taken away. And kung mawala, ma-forgot ni mo, it means dili ka bear fruit ang pulong sa ginawa sa mong kinabuhi and it's just useless. It's meaningless. And so this is a very sober warning for us when we listen to the Word of God. You cannot just to study, meditate, and pray the Word of God. We need to carefully listen to the Word of God in our life. You know, preparing a sermon is a hard work. Okay? It, it's a hard work. 
But it's also, but so is preparing yourself to hear the Word of God on Sunday. It's also hard work because it takes a lot of preparation and hard work. Many Christians never realized it. You think that listening to the Word of God, maatura sila, mushua pra sila, and, and that's it. No, listening to the Word of God, ang implication and is a parable ni Jesus is a spiritual battle. It takes a lot of hard work to prepare yourself just like preparing a sermon to listen to the Word of God. Daghang mga distraction, daghang mga, mga challenges, especially in our online worship service sitting that we are in right now, which is never, never ideal to be a church. You know, to be honest, we are created to gather together corporately to feed off from each other's energy, to sustain each other, and to feel the presence of God together in a corporate gathering. And dili na to namabuhay because uh, we are following the COVID protocol. Uh, we are following the wisdom, okay? Uh, for now, it's wise for us to be uh, worshiping from home and worshiping online service rather than corporately gathering together. And so we are following, we are respecting the government, we are preparing ourselves someday when we gather together. But makita nato na, even katong wala pa COVID, even pag katong makagather pa together, even at that moment when we gather together, we need to prepare ourselves to carefully listen to the Word of God because it's not easy. You know, it's not automatic by default by our nature. Na mga struggles, na mga distractions. You know, na I battle because this is what Jesus said. This is a battle in our hearts. This is a battle in our listening skills, and so we need to take heed about what we hear. Um, now today, much more in our online setting. Daghan kay destruction. You know, daghan kay destruction. This is a very relevant information in our digital age. Because we have more information, more than we can chew, and more biblical resources, and more teaching, and we didn't have time even to reflect on what we hear because we have next appointment, next schedule, and next distractions. And another interesting thing that Facebook scroll ka na napunta, atong mind na distract, atong mind na train to, to think on the trivia. And kung naaday paminawin nga pulong sa ginoo, that brings us in a sober reality, that brings us, uh, that invites us to think uh, on things that dili not sa kalibutan, usahay mag-adjust mind because we've been feeding ourselves daily on the diet of the world. And sometimes, kung maminaw sa pulong sa ginoo, dili maka-impact ang pulong sa ginoo sa tong because our mind has been trained to destruction. Our mind has been trained to rejoice in trivialities and vanity. And when we come to listen to the Word of God, the Word of God cannot really penetrate in our heart. And so Jesus' words for us is very relevant. Take care how you listen. Because if not, either ang impact sa pulong sa ginaw sa mong kasing-kasing, it softens your heart, it brings you closer to God, it bears fruit of life change, or either it hardens you the more. And the more nga na-expose ka sa pulong sa ginaw, the more nga mapalayo ka sa ginaw. Ingana ng effect. And daggan kayo ko, uh, daggan kayo ko, nakadungog na store, anong dugan ng Kristuanon, even grew up in a Christian family and eventually fallen away from God and he becomes the most hardened unbeliever that you ever met. I mean, he grew up in church. You know, I can mention some names. I don't have to mention some names, but I know some people, I read about the stories of these people who grew up in church, who is exposed in biblical teaching, who is exposed in Christianity, and yet, they become hardened atheist or agnostic, you know, or rebel against Christianity. 
And so Jesus is saying here for us is that be careful how you listen. Be careful how you expose yourself in the Word of God. Because it doesn't mean you're expose ka sa pulong sa gino, na good effect. Sometimes it is a judgment effect if you don't know how to listen. So this is a very, very important, especially in our world today, where people don't know how to listen. Sa kung gingon ganyan, we live in a world of Facebook. Everyone is an expert. Everyone has something to say and no one seeks to listen and understand. You know, everyone wants to be understood, but no one wants to listen and understand. Everyone wants to understand. Everyone wants to communicate. Everyone wants to comment. Tanan eksperto. Tanan na opinion. No. Usually, wala, 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 few people know how to listen. And it's very important from a human point of view, it's very important na kay good listening skills. Right? In marriage, it's very important na kay good listening skills. You listen beyond the words. You know, husbands doesn't know how to cultivate that. As husbands, kinahang lang double atong time and effort to listen beyond words. It's very important that you listen to understand rather than listen to create response. And it's very important in, in, in marriage, very important practically in a human point of view, but so much more important in our relationship with God. Because how we listen reveals our spiritual condition. This is the point of the parable. It reveals who you are, spiritually speaking. And so that's why I want to encourage you in the moments of the worship service, even though online, have a focus. Bring your Bible. Have a fo- uh, make, make sure you are not in a distracted place. Make sure you are in a place where you cultivate spiritual atmosphere, where you pray before the service, where you prepare your heart before the service. And I'm going to give you practical things to do later on after, uh, before the conclusion and a message. This is so important because listening to the Word of God is not automatic. It's a spiritual battle that you need to engage in. You need to prepare yourself. Especially in the world of the internet, where there's a lot of distraction, there's a lot of notification. Ato mind na train to to focus on trivialities and notification and red red alerts kung ano mga message and so on and so forth. And kung kwaan sa pulong sa that's why I discourage you to do multitasking. Because when you can, when you multitask and listen to the service and engage in the service, you are not really worshiping. No, you are. I don't know how to call that. You're not worshiping. Worshiping must be full focus and full devotion and full attention and praying that you will hear God and that you will see God in the service. And so take care how you listen. This is what Jesus says. It takes supernatural grace and God has given us the grace and intentional practice to listen to the Word of God. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1 is very important warning to the author of Hebrews to his audience. He said, Therefore, we must pay. There's a cost. <laughs> we must pay much. Delete little, but much. Closer attention to what we have heard, lest we have drift away from it. And he's talking about the context about the revelation of who Jesus Christ is. Preaching. Who Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is greater than Moses. Jesus Christ is greater than angel. And so our response, just like preaching, our response is that we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard. In other words, delete nato itrit gani ang pulong sa gino, marag trivial, marag right. Ay, nakadawag naman ang sermon, pastor. Kadawag na kuwata. Nakadawag naman ko, nakatin mo ko sa service. 
and so on and so on. You know, we must pay closer attention to what we have heard. We must pause, we must think, we must contemplate or else we drift away. And word in drift away is a picture of a strong current, a river, okay? We are not in the lake as a Christian. We are in a strong current of river that pulls us towards sin and indifference against God, okay? Morning current that we are living in as a Christian, okay? If dili ka intentional sa walk sa ginoo, pag sa pulong sa ginoo, the river, the strong river of the world of sin and indifference will pull us. And how do you prevent yourself from drifting away? And even the author says, Hebrews, pay much closer attention to what you have heard, or else you will be drift away. And especially pay much closer attention to who Jesus is revealed in the scripture, to what the gospel is as revealed in the scripture. And some of you, maybe this morning, you feel like that. You feel like you are drifting away from God. You feel like this is a warning for you. But this is also an encouragement for you. If you feel your heart cold toward God, if you feel that you're drifting away, then this is God's loving warning to you to take care how you listen. It begins that. It begins in that. Take care how you listen. And so when we gather together, when we attend Bible study, when we listen to the Word of God, there are things that we need to do. And practically, I want to give that to you before we conclude, okay? And so, last question ako sa tuwa is, how do you prepare to hear the Word of God on Sunday or any given day, okay? How do you prepare to hear the Word of God? Okay, so the idea of this message is this, that spiritual listening, hearing the sermon, hearing the Word of God is not automatic. It is not natural. It takes a lot of effort or preparation in order to make the most out of it, Okay? And we have this responsibility and Jesus Christ is inviting us as His disciples to take care how you listen. So how do you prepare yourself to hear the Word of God? I'm going to give you seven uh, tips and seven you know, biblical principles to hold on as we apply this message practically in our life. Okay? Seven is Anong seven? Okay, perfect number man seven. According to some biblical uh, scholar, seven is the divine number. It's a perfect number. Seven <laughs> to come up, and then as I meditate and pray about this message, uh, this is this is a good starting point for us to think about applying what Jesus Christ is calling us to do as this example. about taking care how we listen. Okay, so first, pray that God would give you the good the good heart. Okay, pray that God would give you the good and honest heart. Okay? Pray that God would give you the good and honest heart. In Luke chapter 8, 15, see, Lord, as for that in the good soil, and that's our prayer, we need to have a good soil, heart, there are those who hearing the word hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit in patience. That is our prayer. Okay? That we need to have honest and a good heart. Now, a good heart really is primarily a work of the grace of God sa itong kasing-kasing. It's not our own work. A good heart is a grace of God. It's a work of the grace of God in our heart. According to Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26, it says that I will give you a new heart. Sigad ningon. I will give you a new heart. So, dili niya ito ang work, work ni sa ginoon. No one can cleanse your heart. No one can make your heart new. No one can make your heart good. Itong kasing-kasing by default is an evil, selfish, arrogant, wicked heart. 
And how, how can we have a good and honest heart? It's God's grace. It's the work of God. Salvation is the work of God alone. And salvation is giving God, is God in, in sovereign grace giving us a new heart. Okay? And money ni God in the new covenant. And I will give you a new heart, a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. In Jeremiah 24, 7, Lord, I will give them a heart to know that I am the Lord. And so this is the covenant promise. I will give them the heart. I will give them a new heart. I will give them the new spirit. And so if this is the promise that we need to respond in prayer, Lord, Lord, help me, especially if you are not a Christian. This is a prayer that you need to pray and ask the Lord, open my eyes, God. Help me to see your salvation. Help me, give me a new heart. Be merciful to me, Lord. Be gracious to me. Now, if you are a Christian and you, you've sent him, kasing kasing, if, if he sends, you should pray. You should pray. You should ask the Lord, give me a heart for you, God. Because maybe you find yourself away from God or falling away from God. You ask this. Give me a heart for you, Lord. Give me a good and honest heart. Give me a soft and receptive heart. Give me a humble and a meek heart. Give me a fruitful heart. Give me a heart for you. That should be our prayer as we come before Sunday. As we come worship gathering to hear the Word of God. Set aside a time in Saturday night. Before you go to your bed or as you wake up in Saturday morning, you cry out to God, give me a heart that responds, that, recept- that is receptive, and a heart that listens to you, Lord, and a fruitful heart. I don't know how you pray this, but make it personal and make it a cry. Recognize that you cannot, make a, you cannot create a good heart on your own. It's God's grace. It's the work of God's grace in your heart. Okay, number two, meditate on the Word of God. Meditate. Pagpamalandong sa pulong sa ginaw. Read portions of your Bible with a view to stirring up to hunger God. To hunger for God. Okay? Ang pagpasabatani is this, that it's like, it's like a four-course meal. Before ka, ma, before ka makakaon sa main course uh, meal, na ginatawag na itong appetizer. How many of you heard that? Appetizer. What's the goal sa appetizer? What's the goal for appetizer? The goal for appetizer is to appetize. Not Wala na words sa dictionary, but ang goal sa appetizer is to awaken taste buds, okay? Para ma-prepare ka sa main course nimo. Ang goal niya is not to substitute for the main course, but to prepare you so that nakay appetite to awaken the taste buds, the palate. Especially itong mga palate is nagkalibutan nun na, spiritually speaking. Especially if you're feeding junk foods of the world and the entertainment of the world, Uzahay, wala tayo taste bad for the things of God. Uzahay, wala tayo taste bad ang excitement sa pulong sa gino. Because ang atong diet, spiritually, mentally speaking, is ang kalibutan, di ba? Dili ka pwedeng passionate ka sa kalibutan and then passionate ka sa butang sa gino. Because Uzahay, ang butang sa kalibutan is direct opposite to the Word of God. And so, as nata sa kalibutan, o sa high matintal na atong mind, and so, we need to prepare to, to, trans, to, to transition ourselves to listen to the Word of God and to cultivate, to have an appetizer. If the sermon is the main course meal, okay, then reading, you know, maybe Saturday night, you read the word portion of the Bible and say portion to prepare your hearts to meditate or in the Sunday morning before our service as we listen to the Word of God you read a portion in order you remind yourself this is just an appetizer okay as you meditate and you pray in the Word this is an appetizer okay you need you need to cultivate a spiritual taste bud before you eat the meal especially if your palate is worldly because sometimes 
especially Saturday night or especially ga binge watch ka og Netflix and grabin homan nimo in ang usa ka season okay sa Kingdom or whatever mo ang ginalantaw sa Netflix uh, whatever series mo ginalantaw sa Netflix na homan nimo in one season sometimes in two days let me tell you it will affect your spiritual taste buds when you listen to the word i will tell you i will tell you that from experience Dili na innocent pleasure. It has a spiritual effect on our hearts. And if dili ta cultivate og spiritual taste bud and ask God to prepare a heart, then sometimes wala effect ang pulong sa ginoon sa tungkasing kasing. Because that's what the parable of the soils and parable of the lamp is all about. Take care how you listen. Okay, number three. So, planuhan nato na. Listen carefully, intentionally by preparing yourself, preparing your heart. So, basa ka portion sa Bible, Pray that the Lord will awaken your t- taste buds as you read and meditate the Word of God. Number three, purify your mind by turning away from worldly entertainment. Some are related, but ako emphasize the in James 1.21 says, Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted Word which is able to save your souls. Now, how do you receive the implanted Word with meekness? How do you receive? Well, ningon si James, by putting away all filth and wickedness. In other words, dili ta maka-receive sa pulong sa ginoo if naapatay wickedness nga gina, gina tolerate sa ato ang kinabuhi. And so let's be honest, most of our entertainment that we saw glorifies filth and glorifies wickedness. And sometimes we need to reflect and repent for this entertainment. Realize nyo nga, bitawza, dili man innocent ng mga entertainment because somehow along the way, it, changes my perspective about things of God. And somehow, murag, dili naka, imong konsensya towards sin is murag, nagahi na ba? Because it becomes entertainment, sa mo. And let's be honest. You know, uh, I want to quote John Piper. He's an old school guy, an old school preacher, but I think we need old school preacher sometimes to confront us of the reality. And you know, as we are young Christian living in this world, we need some old school people to remind us and to challenge us. And what is going on? John Piper, in a way of saying John Piper, it astonishes me how many Christians watch the same banal, empty, silly, trivial, titillating, suggestive, immodest TV shows that most unbelievers watch and then wonder why their spiritual lives are weak and their worship experience is shallow with no intensity. If you really want to hear the Word of God the way He means to be heard in truth and joy and power, turn off the television on Saturday night and read something true and great and beautiful and pure and honorable and excellent and worthy of praise. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, Then watch your heart and shrivel and begin to hunger for the Word of God. That's not legalism. That's true. Gnanga nga imong pagsimba sa ginoo na intensity, na passion, na hunger, na desire. All you need to do is fast a little, fast entertainment and prepare your heart. And meditate on the word. And purify your mind. Take time, take time to pray for confession and repentance. And ask God, you know, confess your sin. Once mga ginakonvict sa Ginoo sa mga kasing-kasing gunahuna, confess it to the Lord and ask the Lord for grace, you know, to give you a heart that is hateful against sin and rejoicing in the power of the gospel and the forgiveness and the cleansing power of the blood of Jesus. 
that's an old school preaching but it's very important truth to remind us okay so purifying your mind because you cannot receive the word of God you cannot bear fruit sa mga zingkasing you know number four this is very practical steps but it's part of preparing ourselves of taking care how we will listen to the word of God number four practical get get a good night's rest on Saturday you know, get a good night rest on Saturday night. Okay, now this is not for some people who have work on Saturday night and graveyard shift. Ka. I'm not speaking to you. This is not a point to you because okay, don't be guilty. This is not, and some of you are doing that even though kapoy mo, you still attend the 9 a.m. service. And God bless you, and God has extra grace for you. And we are praying for extra grace for you, and God bless your heart. Somehow, ingan ako because na, na train ko pero wala mong koy uh, work pag um, Saturday so panikamutan ako maka wake up maayo and just attend the service pag Saturday okay kaya nakajust naman ako body because na ako duwa ka side hustle uh, sa kong side hustle and so I'm trying to give my best to wake up to prepare myself for Sunday service. You know, and it takes a discipline, okay? So this point about getting a good night rest is for us katong mga wala trabaho, dili graveyard, okay? And na dagang time. Because to be honest, it takes a lot of discipline and, to be, and it takes a lot of goal-oriented person, personality to do this because we have a lot of distraction. You know, in our digital and internet age, dagang kita ba distraction. May hintangan mga matulog mako o sayo na pwede mako makadula o mobile legends sa kong phone. Diba? Ay, Sunday bitaw o Domingo bitaw na church. Dulas ako. Wala takabalong. Kana siya, kana atong lack of sleep na impact sa itong pagminaw sa pulong sa gino. Okay? You know, why sleep when you can binge watch your favorite TV series? Why sleep when you can distract yourself in a thousand ways in the internet? Isang mga tulog. Domingo bitaw o Okay? Ah, yes, na church. Pwede mga online na bitaw ang church. Sa katulogon ko, pwede rin mong kumimino. And listen, let me tell you. Kung enough ka na yung sleep, mag-struggle ka pa pamino sa pulong sa gino, how much more kung kulang mong sleep? It's very important for us because lack of sleep distract us from really hearing the Word of God. So it's very important for us to intentionally rest to prepare ourselves in listening to the Word because without sufficient sleep, we are not alert our minds are dull, our emotions are flat and unenergetic. Wala kay energy. Our proneness to depression is higher and our fuses are short. That's a reality. Diba kung kulang ang tulog, dali kay ka ma-depress. Dali kay ka maglagot. Yan kung kulang ang tulog. So take heed how you hear. And practically it means get a good night rest. Number five. Come in spirit of meek teachability. You know, dili pa masabot gullible because na nag-learn na ta, dili ta kinahalan gullible but kinahalan discerning pa. Um, exercise na ta, we, we need to be like Bereans. But it doesn't mean, uh, it doesn't mean gullible na ta, mutuo na ta. Okay? We need to have a Berean mentality. We need to examine the scriptures daily to see if what the preacher is saying is true. It's according to the Bible. Now, simple pa sa mga spirit makeup teachability, it means that we come to hear the word God by attitude that I want to learn. Dili ka mong attitude ganing, ah, wala kayo makuhaan eh. 
Balik-balik ra ni. Because even pinakabad ng sermon na akin makuha. Okay? You need to about spirit of teachability and asking God to give you a teachable heart. Number six, forbear one another without grumbling and criticism. Psalm 106, 25 says, They grumbled in their tents and they did not listen to the voice of the Lord. So, the reason wala sila nakadungog sa pulong sa gino, so voice sa gino, is because they grumbled in their tents. And as much as possible, settle conflicts and tensions in the home before you listen to the Word of God. Tako kayo nga distraction, amen. Dili ka ka-concentrate, maminaw sa pulong sa gino, kung nag-away mo ang mag-asawa, di ba? Kung may away, sige, paglantaw daw mo, o online service niya, gaaway mo. Kapaminaw ba na? Or naamoy conflict, naamoy grudges sa usa. Or nakay kalagot sa imong isa katao, or sa imong... You know, Jesus Christ is saying for us, before you come to the altar, make sure you settle your conflict with your brothers. It's very, very important for us to have this, you know, attitude. Uh, we, 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 settle, we settle conflict with other people. Okay? It's very, very important because kung dilita mo forbear one another, kung dilita mo forgive, it will distract us in listening to the Word of God. And the Word of God cannot bear fruit in our lives. Lastly, Okay? Lastly, be still as you enter the room. Now, wala pa man physical gathering. Be still as you go, as you prepare yourself in our online church and focus your minds and attention and hearts affection in God. Sometimes it's good to have a moment of silence as you pray. Ang dilik ka magdali-dali as you prepare yourself in the worship service. You take time and you remind yourself that the Word of God is much sweeter than honey and much more precious than gold. And ask God to give you that perspective to awaken your desire, to hunger Him, and to desire Him. And see, mong affection na ang saya, mong mindset na change, to think about the glory of what God has before us and His eternal calling for us. And so we need to cultivate that. As we cultivate these practical steps, and then we are prepared to listen to the Word of God than to, to respond to the Word of God in obedience and to allow the Word of God to bear fruit, fruit of repentance and the fruit of life change in our life. And that's our prayer as we cultivate, as we expose ourselves in the Word of God. Alright? Let's pray together. Father, we thank you so much for your goodness. We thank you so much for your grace. We thank you for the Bible. We thank you that you use the Bible to accomplish your purposes. We thank you that it is inspired. It has authority over our lives. As we are uh, concluding this sermon about the Word of God, Lord, we are thankful for your gift for the Word of God to us. Thank you that it leads us to Jesus. It leads us how to live a Christian life. Thank you that through it, we are renewed. We are encouraged. We are enlightened. You know, it's a lamp to our feet. It's a light unto our dark world path, Lord. Salamat sa imong mercy, sa imong gugma, sa imong grasya. Kanamo. Lord, give us a hunger and thirst for your word every day as we come and read the Bible personally, as we study, and as we come to listen to the word of God. Tagaiming and aming kasing-kasing ng gunokuna na honest and a good heart so that among kasing-kasing the word of God will bear fruits among kasing-kasing ginoo. And I pray that even as we continue in this difficult season of pandemic, that we will be people planted in the rivers of water, 
because we meditate on your word we study your word and we try to apply it in the power of the holy spirit in our life and so we grow our marriages are blessed because we are, we are planted in the word of god our relationship our family is blessed because we're planted ourselves in the word of god and we meditate on it day and night you know our church is growing because we are plant we plant ourselves in the word of god and that's our prayer that's our commitment and and that's our responsibility as we respond in this message. We give you glory. We give you honor. And all God's people said, Amen. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us in this finale of our series, God Breathe. Next Sunday, Pastor Clyde will be launching a new series about church. Okay? And so we're going to launch and... Um, because we're going to announce it in our Facebook page as well. It will be a great transition as we study the Word of God, as we study the Bible. And then we launch again about the church. Very important because among burden ni as a pastor ganita. what does it mean to be a biblical church? You know, are we a biblical church? And kung madiscover ganin nato, na I think, kung mara, wala pa nato gibuhat na kamang sa scripture, what it means to be a church, then on the process, then we will try to apply it. We will try to study it. So this will be a long study for us as a church. Uh, and then maybe natin mga breaks, ane, but it will be fun and it would be good if you've been praying as well to prepare yourselves to learn what it means to be a church so that together, progress and together we can accomplish God's mission for us because growing a church is not one person's job growing a church is a team effort is a work of everybody and so everybody as you contribute uh, your energy your prayer your work in in doing what God calls us to do as a church then makita nato ang ginoong liok to grow uh, grow point church and to accomplish the great commission through grow point church and so ganami and we are inviting you to join us every sunday as we study and to cultivate a heart to listen to the word of god as we study and try to apply and try to practice what we learn in that series so we're inviting you to do that i hope you invite you know remind them to come as well so that we can study together and we can you know journey together as a church so thank you so much guys for joining us today wherever you are whatever you've been don't forget you are love and we love you god bless you